0: when the show makes it big you're gonna be like yeah i was the first guest on five minutes of faith (laughs) or or you and i are gonna be in a couple of years laughing talking about "Oh, i can't believe i did that
1: we can run it back yeah exactly
0: What's up, everybody? I'm Juan Antonio, and thank you very much for listening to Five Minutes of Faith. Well, I'm excited to talk to you guys today because of two reasons. Number one, I actually feel very legit because I got a whole soundboard and a whole setup now. So I literally just got to push a button and I'm good to go. Um, But there's something very humbling that happened to me on my way home from Costco today. So I literally am really feeling myself because I'm like, man, I can't wait to get home. And I'm so excited to work on this soundboard and it's going to sound so good. And all of a sudden I look at the time and I'm like, oh snap, I got to wash dishes before my wife Nicole gets home. So <laughs> there's nothing more humbling than a grown man having to realize, oh, I need to wash dishes before my wife gets home. So um, the other thing that I'm really, really excited about ladies and gentlemen, is because I have my dear friend, my brother, Taylor Valenzuela on the show today. Now, the world may know him as a world traveler and the founder of Valens Media, but I know him as a very congruent guy who wants to live out his values in his business and in his life. Um, he has shown me that he is one of the most creative people that I know and one of the most loyal people that I know. And just, just to make it even more sappy than it already sounds, ladies and gentlemen, this dude over me and him over the last 12 years have been friends, but I'd say over the last five years of we've, we've become, it's become more like a brotherhood where there's been three occasions over the last year or year plus where he's really shown who he is and number one was when nicole was recent like had just been diagnosed with stage three cancer this dude is like dude there's nothing i could really say or do to make you feel better but he actually bought nicole and i um some meals just so that we can get through that and i thought wow what a good friend uh number two was I had just gotten back from a trip back home to California. I went there to do a conference. And on top of that, spent some time with my folks, things at home with my folks were not the best. And I came back with anxiety and depression. And I literally just sent him a text and I said, Hey bro, I need you to pray for me because I'm going through, you know, some depression right now. And this dude, they didn't like just pray for me. He called me and we literally talked for probably about an hour and at first it was like, yeah, okay, I've I've been through that before, blah 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 blah. But after that, it was like we just talked about the most random stuff. I don't even remember what we talked about, but I remember getting off the phone, and I'm like, yeah, I needed that. And lastly, when Nicole was bitten on her lip uh, by Loki, our dog, and I literally texted him. This dude is in Europe. I don't know where in Europe, but he's oh, he's he's a, he's a traveling man, like I said. Um, he literally, like I, I texted him, told him what happened. He stopped his wine tasting and I'm not a big wine drinker, but I know that in Europe, they take the wine tasting really seriously. Um, he stopped his wine tasting, literally calls me just to check up on me and see how everything's doing. And that's, you know, I got off the phone and I'm like, man, this dude is, he's, he's, he's my brother. And ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I just want to introduce to you taylor valenzuela like i said founder of valence media and today he is here to talk about how his grandmother played a role in his in his growth with christ and in his walk with christ even now so with that being said taylor welcome to the show
1: yo that was that was an intro (laughs) that was that was an intro i don't know if i can live up to the intro but that is that is uh thank you that was super nice that was very kind um yeah brother appreciate you yeah
0: man and you, you know that, that's the thing that's like the intro is all truth so you've already lived up to it you know what I mean mm. so, yes, so, yes, so, yes. So, so it's all truth bro so one of these things that one of the things that really stood out about the conversation that you and I had last week was that dude like I said I've known you for 12 years and Yours and my friendship is actually one of my favorite friendships, is because, bro, like, our foundation or our friendship wasn't originally built on Christ, right? It was built kind of on, like, working at the same place, and then we would like we would grab lunch a couple times, and then we tacos like, and sneakers. Yeah, exactly. Tacos <laughs> and sneakers, and then for for a little bit, we we would go out and we'd wild out, right? Yeah. And I remember clearly one night, your sister was the designated driver, and she gave us a ride home. Until this day, I'm like I feel horrible, especially now that I don't really <laughs> that I don't that I don't drink that much, you know. Like especially now that I'm the DD most of the times wherever we go, yeah. Um, I'm like oh, I I feel horrible because we like we were. I don't remember what we were, but I remember we were loud, obnoxious, and Rachel was like right there, just driving us around. So Rachel, I, wonder, I, I salute you. Yeah. I salute you, Rachel. I
1: wonder, I wonder if she remembers that. I was just talking to her. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, little XJ days.
0: Yeah. Hopefully she doesn't doesn't remember that. But I I thank her for driving us and keeping us safe that night. Yeah. So with Shout all of, yep. So with all of that being said. Um, 12 years of friendship, we talk at least like once a week and we talk about everything and you had never shared the impact that your grandmother had on your life. And I was like, wait, how do I not know this about you? Like I was like, dang, like, I can't believe that I didn't know this important fact about your life. So with that being said, I was planning on doing the gaining wisdom, uh, five minutes of faith last week anyway. So I was like, man, this li- aligns perfectly with what I'm talking about. Um, do you mind talking about your grandmother? And so I wanted to give you a platform to share the impact that she had on your life, on your life of faith, and just the impact that not only on you, but that she's had on so many people. Uh, so with that, uh, what was your grandma's name?
1: Rita, Rita. Yeah. Grandma, Rita. Grandma Rita. Yeah, that's how you say it. Grandma Rita. Grandma. She was everyone's grandma. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, man. You know, I, I, well, thank you for, you know, having me on and allowing me to speak about her and her impact on my life. I think it's much easier for me to uh, and exciting for me to think, think and share uh, about the impact that she has had um, rather than, I don't like, to, I don't care too much to (laughs) speak on on my life but i'm happy to do it uh on on her behalf and i i hope i do it some some justice and yeah when you when you it was cool to get that text from you when you're like hey man like you know that that story that you shared with me about your grandma is very powerful and uh it is and how i had how that had never come up i'm not sure but I think to give a little context, it was it came up because uh, I had a friend staying with me uh, recently, um, and for some reason she had like grabbed the Bible. Or no, 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 she didn't grab the Bible. She was she asked me if if I wanted to go to church, and this is not someone that I that I know to speak about that at all um so it like, totally caught me off guard and she's like what well, do you you know would you want to go and i was like yeah i'd be down to go and we just start chatting <clears throat> about yeah like christianity and the faith and it was it was like one thing kind of led to another and then i ran to my room and i grabbed my bible and I, and I opened the front page because my bible my grandma gave me the bible that i still have to this day and on the front page it says um, she wrote it, and this was 1998, and so I was—I'm not good at math, so I was—I <laughs> don't know how old that was. My, but I believe my grandma passed when I was around eight, nine, maybe ten years old, something somewhere around there. And uh, what she wrote in there it was, um, you know, Taylor use this Bible to guide you, and may the Lord bless you. That was her message, right? And at that point, she was older, so her handwriting is a little scribbled. And uh, but it, it, you know, it means the world to me to have that. And I was sharing with my friend Tammy the impact that my my grandma had on me in terms of her faith. And now, like, I, I don't know how else to, how else to say this, but I very much enjoy doing my own thing. And I uh, there's, there there is no one who i I could really feel like can tell me what to do and when i think of anyone who could calm me down or point me in the right direction or uh talk me off the ledge and so to speak it would be you know my grandmother like if she were uh i'm i'm thinking about it as if i as if she were here with me now and she's just someone that i have the most respect for and was the closest with i i grew up with her and spent so much time with her and i think antonio maybe this is where you uh the 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 thing that stood out to you but i just have these very vivid memories from a young age when i would just be at her house and it would just be her and i and i remember like i would go into the room and uh i have no idea how old i was but like all i all i remember and this is so clear to me like as i'm describing it right now i can see everything and like i would i would from the hallway i would go in i would open the door like real quiet and my grandma is there and she's just praying she's on her hands and knees and she's praying and it's usually in spanish right um and i remember her crying and like it was just like that is etched into my mind um the it, it was so that was her thing, and um, the the she grew up. My understanding is, that, you know, she's from Mexico. Uh, I can't remember how old she was when she when she came to California. Um, but originally Catholic, and then um, you know uh, got into the church and found Christianity, and and that that was. You know where her faith was built on and um, I think for a long time you know like I, what I don't remember is I don't remember her you know beating me over the head with scripture I don't remember her um, you know dragging me to church every Sunday I just remember how she made me feel and how she made everyone else feel and and you know I, I don't experience this very often but there's a, a handful of people that I've come across where uh they because of their faith you know you get to experience christ through them and uh, with her that that was absolutely the case and and that stuck with me from such a young age and so i was absolutely devastated when she passed um but you can imagine like you know i don't i don't i don't know how many of us have like super clear memories from like you know, <laughs> I don't know when memory start, like four to whatever, but it wasn't a very long time. And the impact that she had on me um, and the way that she made me feel, I was just always in a position where I wanted to honor her. And I don't even know if I shared this with you, but when I was talking to my friend, Tammy, you know, I was telling her like, I don't know how I ended up. I, I went to a private high school called Valley Christian. and I was like, you know, for the longest time, I, I was so confused how I ended up there. And, uh, my family, my immediate family, like we would go to church maybe like once a year, once or twice a year, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, a in every kind of weekend thing. Um, it was only because of my grandma that I, I believe that there was a connection to, um, the faith. Right. And, uh, yeah I was I was I remember when she passed away now looking back that like I felt like the best thing that I could do to honor her because I remember how important her faith was for her I felt like the best thing that I could do would be like to go to a Christian school and I know that might be like sound kind of like I don't know naive or young well and I was but I I, you know because my parents had shared with me that they said that that's what I had asked them um that i could do and <laughs> what 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 is so funny about it is like i had the absolute worst experience there and like i came from like public school and i thought i was the man and then i go to this this private Christ, christian school and like had absolutely zero friends and it was just like horrible you know but because of this is all stemming from me wanting to honor my grandmother um because of her faith and you know i i will i will say like You know, my time at that school, you know, I did learn a lot. Um, uh, We we read a lot of Bible. We went to um, chapel or whatever they called it. And um, and I and I think now I think when I reflect on my my grandma's life, uh, she's like her spirit is still like still carries on today. The legacy that she has left. And, and it is always rooted and tied to the faith uh, we have right now. Our family has a, a group chat going on because one of one of my cousins um, is dealing with some health issues uh, and needed. I can't I, I don't I don't want to like share the wrong things, but like some serious like very, very serious health issues. And I don't even know how I got thrown in this group chat, but. Like the whole valenzuela family is in there and there's just like scriptures being thrown around and just like prayer and and i'm like none of this would happen or exist if it were not for my for my grandma um and everyone knows that that is like it is absolutely known um that she is the reason that that you know anyone in my family i i'd like to believe um Has a relationship with god or is open to it or as much as they might uh want to walk away from it like because of her the the seed has been planted so i don't know if that touches on everything that we had discussed earlier but yeah man i'm happy to answer any questions and and kind of dive do a little bit deeper of a dive but that's that's a little quick little overview of you know the impact that she's had on me and my life and uh and to this day i i i often think like (laughs) um if she were here what would things be like and um yeah it's it's pretty neat
0: yo man that is absolutely powerful see i've i haven't had that many great experiences with uh with religious people You know, there, a a lot of things happened in my lifetime where I was like, you know, like I believe in God, but I don't think he would want us to carry ourselves that way. And one example that comes up to me, which, um, uh, this person shall remain nameless, but they were at church every Sunday. They volunteered at the church. They worked for the church, but I clearly remember them going up to drug dealers and the and the essays on the corners. And for those of you who don't know what essays are, uh they are uh Latino gang members. You know, I gotta make sure that uh I cater to all audiences on here. But uh, there was uh you know uh drug dealers and essays at the corner and she literally would run up to them and yell and say, you guys are going to hell for doing this. And whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop. But I I remember as a, as like a, a preteen thinking, wait, like there's something wrong with that. And it sounds like your grandmother wasn't about that life. It sounded like she had a lot of trust in the Lord. She was in her Bible and not just that, she was about living the life that Jesus called us to live. And one Absolutely. thing that, that I do want to say is if you read the Bible, and you follow Jesus's life, he didn't start preaching until he served his people.
1: Hmm.
0: Like he did miracles. He was a carpenter. He made sure that he took care of his people before he actually started preaching and that's the posture that God wants us to take nowadays. As a matter of fact, James uh, chapter three, verse 13 says, if you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. So that wisdom, your grandma was applying that wisdom by the scriptures. It sounded like she was deep in her scripture. It sounded like she got a sense of community um oh speaking of community uh, you said that everybody knew her as grandma rita what uh, yeah. <laughs> tell, tell me a little bit about about her impact on the community
1: I, you know because i was so young it's only like what i hear from my aunt and others in the family about the impact that, that she has had but one of the things that I think is important to share and I I told you is like, she didn't have a car. Right. So she, so we would just be like, just imagine me just like her little sidekick, like just kind of tagging along everywhere. Right. So we would just take the bus and go down to downtown. She liked to go to Woolworths all the time. So we, I don't know if you remember that, but like we, we would like, we would cruise down there or go get pandusse or something like that. Right. And I, I do remember, you know, uh she her her home was always open um so very warm and welcoming in that in that way in that manner and you know not a uh the way that my aunt has described her is like was not a was not a pushover at all you know she said if if you know if grandma had access to xyz like she she could have you know her the impact that she could have had would have been exponential right but what i think what she was able to do with what she had within her community was powerful right and so the fact that i think what you're you know what you're touching on and makes a lot of sense it, and and really resonates with me it's like it's always been you know how does this person make me feel right and I I think she lived her life in a way that you're like, okay, whatever she's doing, she's, she's, there's something about her that would uh, make people know that something was different. And it didn't need to be said as much as how she made people feel, right? And then what I'm imagining is, is like, that is how um, she was able to share you know about the faith but you know uh i know i wasn't like so my dad my aunt like she i think set seven kids i think she had uh um and i guess she made them all go to church all the time <laughs> so it was very important that she, that she planted those things, um with her immediate family right and um i i the but you hear you know you hear stories when we go to family gathering, especially on the mix you Mexican side of the family for me. And so you always just have all these random people showing up that like, I don't know, maybe they're a cousin or maybe they don't, you know, but then it, it's like they're still talking about Grandma rita And it's like this woman hasn't been with us for 20 something years. and they're talking about her like she just passed away a few years ago, right? Uh, which I think is just, just unreal to have the uh, like one of the things that you had brought up is like you know we're talking about being an influencer and, <laughs> and it's like yo this this woman had incredible influence um, with her community and I, I i think i was too young to um be to be able to grasp fully the impact that i to the impact she you know she had my life and i can only really imagine what that would have been like to you know at an older, or what it would have been like to have her as a friend or have her as a you know someone on you know your team on your side your your ally so i just man it's it's so cool to be able to just like speak on her because that's the only way that i can you know honor her and uh yeah, man, it's inspiring to have someone in in your life like that that makes you want to be better, um, not because of uh, any anything other than how they behave and how they live their life. Right, right, and that's
0: that's powerful, man. And it it sounded like she was about living the life more than trying to convince people that Jesus is real. It sounded like she was uh, planting seeds as opposed to beating people over the head with the Bible. And uh, it reminds me of uh, Colossians 4, 6, where the Apostle Paul is telling uh, the Church of Colossians to let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. And it sounds like she was about that lifestyle. And like you said earlier, um, I was telling you that, you know, Grandma Rita was was an influencer before being an influencer was a thing, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, bro, that yeah. that is so powerful to me. And this lady didn't even have a car, but she was faithful with what she had. You know, if you show that you can be faithful with a few, then God will give you many. Yeah. you know and 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 that's biblical um and it sounded like with whatever god gave her she was faithful with that to serve and honor the lord with it um i heard uh from a message that just today actually there was this uh this analogy where i was like man this is so good and uh it's from pastor miles uh, mcpherson and you know him just as well as i do Um, He said something where there was this trapeze artist uh, that went through a trapeze act over the Grand Canyon. And this dude walked on a wire from uh, one end of the Grand Canyon to the other. And he turns around and he tells the audience, how many of you think I could carry this wheelbarrow full of dirt across this uh, this wire? And everybody's like, yeah, I believe I believe. But then. He looked at this little boy and said, little boy, do you think I could carry this, uh, this wheelbarrow full of dirt across this? And the little boy goes, yeah. And so the guy dumps the dirt from the wheelbarrow and tells him, if you believe that I could carry that dirt, then you jump in and let me carry you across this. Mm. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So it sounds to me like, bro, like grandma Rita jumped in that wheelbarrow like she she, like for real like she jumped in that wheelbarrow and lived that life and that's what made her testimony more powerful than anybody that can be on the pulpit and I'm not trying to like diss any pastors. I mean, there's, there's pastors that I look up to and that have made a big influence in my life. But a lot of people think that if you have a relationship with God, automatically you're going to be a pastor. And I can say that because I thought that I thought at one point in my life, I'm going to be a pastor. Right. Um, and I remember very clearly, I was actually driving to the airport. I was listening to worship music And I'm, I'm pumped and I'm talking to God and I said, Lord, you know, whatever you want to do in my life, show me, um, if you want me, if you've called me to be a pastor, give me the way so that I can be a pastor. And I, man, like I literally felt the Holy spirit just say, wait a minute. Do you think that I can't use you exactly where you're at now and that you need to be a pastor? And then, Okay. I got you Holy Spirit. I'm going to just focus on my podcast and that's what I'm going to do. And that and that's how the conversation went. Yeah. So uh, it's just I want to encourage everybody to know that your life is your pulpit. And you never know whose life you're going to impact by just being who God called you to be. By being able to Use the tools and use the blessings that he's given you to bless others. And I'll, I'll, uh, ended with, uh, with one example that I've had recently. So I've, uh, I've been going to a boxing gym now for a, a few months now, and I, uh, talked about this last week where I had an older trainer that was kind of training me. Uh to my standards and I told him look I'm not a professional boxer. I'm not looking to go pro I'm, just looking to get a good workout and that's how he trained me right Then I go to this new guy named Ivan. He's like 20 something year old He just won his first professional fight and this dude pushes me to the limits Last week, I find out that it's his first professional fight So I shot him a text and I said hey brother Just want to let you know that i'm praying for you today and if you um if you want me to pray with you, please, 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 um, call me. And, but there's no pressure. If you don't want, if you don't want to pray with me, I, I fully get it. I understand. Um, long story short, he won his fight and I went uh, to the boxing gym yesterday actually, and he was there to train me. And as I'm getting ready, as I'm warming up, he's like, Hey man, um, are you, are, are you, do you work at a church or something? And I was like, nah, brother. I said, I'm actually I work in tech sales. I said, but I'm just doing what God's called me to do. And I'm 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 a follower of Jesus first. And he was like, Oh, okay. Um, well, he's like, I know God can do stuff and he can change things. And I was like, Yeah, if you give him your life, bro, he can change everything. And I left it at that. Mm-hmm. Like I I, I felt like the Holy Spirit was like, okay, that's enough for now. Don't lay it on too thick, you know, but it's by doing the little things like that, I feel goes further than sitting there trying to convince somebody that they're wrong about their theology. You know, it's our job to plant the seed and it's our job to live a life that's worthy of God saying, well done, good and faithful servant. When, when, We go to heaven, God isn't going to ask me, hey, what did Taylor do in his life? What he will ask me is, hey, how did you help Taylor with what I gave you? And to me, that's how I want to carry my life. I want to make sure that I do whatever I can do to honor God with the blessings that he's given me. And I pray that I'm able to leave a legacy like Grandma Rita does or did. Because like you said, If she passed in 1998, that was what, 20, yeah, coming up on 25 years. And yet people are still talking about her, bro. Like they're talking about the life that she lived. And it sounds like she had a major, major influence in your family's life, and the community's life. And that's exactly what this life is. And once again, I just want to remind everybody that our lives are our pulpit. And if the Lord's called you to preach on a pulpit, go for it. But until then, serve God with what you have now. And I think that's it. I think that's all I have for you guys today.
1: Um, Taylor, do you have anything else to add? No, thank you, man. This is super cool. I appreciate you allowing me to share share that story. And yeah, uh, very neat experience. So thank you.
0: Yeah, this is, this is awesome. This is really, really awesome. Um, you know, in a couple of years from now, when the show makes it big you're gonna be like yeah th- i was the first guest on five minutes of faith <laughs> or or you and i are gonna be in a couple of years laughing talking about how oh, i can't believe i did that we can run it back we yeah it back. exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right uh, well uh thank you very much for listening If you like this show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and share. Uh, Also, if you would like me to pray with you or have any prayer requests, please feel free to text me at 888-394-0184. Again, that's 888-394-0184. I wanted to add that if you get a a message or a prearranged message um, saying, Uh, It's like a basic marketing message that's going to say, oh, share information. Trust me, I don't want to share any of your information. I'm not sponsored by anybody. I'm coming out of pocket for everything that I have. I just want to be able to pray with you. All right, y'all. Love you all. God bless. Have a good week. Peace.